and welcome to Marriage is Simply. A podcast. I'm your host, Lee Brewer. And I'm your host, Emily Brewer. Today on Marriage is Simply, we have special guests, Spencer and Natalia Ferrari Wood. And after you listen to this podcast, head over to our website, marriageassimply.com, to check out our blog. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under the handle Marriage is Simply. And we're excited today to have Spencer and Natalia Ferrari Wood with us. Now, Spencer was born and raised in the United States. He played college football, and then he moved overseas to Belgium, where he played and coached American football in Europe. Natalia was born and raised in Brazil. She studied culinary arts and business while she was running her family business, and then she moved to Belgium when she was 25, which happened to be where Spencer was. Exactly, and that's how they met, and we're going to find out a little more about their marriage. In today's topic, Adapting in Your Marriage. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. We are so excited that you're here. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's great to connect with you guys. Thank you. Let's talk about adapting to each other in marriage and what that looks like for you guys, because every marriage has to adapt. Once you get married, then you begin learning the real partner that you are going to share life with. And that comes with the pluses, the minuses, and how you're going to begin merging together and adapting. So how have you had to adjust from being from two different cultural backgrounds? Yeah, well, I think, I mean, when it comes to cultural stuff too, for us, I mean, we're still adapting every day, really. Um, there's a lot of subtle differences between Brazilian culture and American culture. Um, like I think back about our wedding. So we got married in Belgium. There's a lot of paperwork involved for a Brazilian to get married to an American in Belgium, but we, we made it happen. Um, but I think about like our wedding or leading up to our wedding, one Brazilian thing that we did was in Brazilian culture, correct me if I'm wrong here, but in Brazilian culture during the engagement, you you wear the ring on your right hand. Yeah, both guy and both girl. the man and the woman wear the ring on their right hand. And then on the wedding day, you switch it over to your left hand. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was new to me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So we did that. Um, and even after we got married, I mean, we, we combined our last names because in Brazilian culture, again, it's not customary for the woman to take the man's name and like get rid of her name. Um, she also has a super cool name so that she wanted to keep that. And I was like, well, let's just kind of smash them together and create our own name. Um, so there's like, there's some things that we did kind of the Brazilian way. And there's some things that we do kind of the American way. But I think at the end of the day, you know, we have to shed our pride and come together by adapting to do what's the best for us. That's great. What was the hardest adjustment? Um, I think one adjustment and it's not like, it's a good problem to have, I guess, but so Natalia and her mother are like best friends and they talk all day, every day um, through text or phone call or whatever. Um, and I have a good relationship with my parents, but I don't talk to them like all day long, every day um, in the same way. So that can be challenging sometimes. Um, but again, I guess that's a good problem to have because she has a great relationship with her parents and that's that's a great thing. And Spencer, he so far he loves Brazilian culture. He's very open. He's even learning Portuguese because my mom doesn't speak any English. So he really wants to communicate with her. And he loves Brazilian food. Mm-hmm. So far, you've been very open to my crazy family. And yeah, I, I would say like Brazilian family means everything. We want to be gathered every weekend. 
Yeah. And I think it's it's a good thing that we don't live close now. <laughs> Otherwise, we would so be your together. Family? Yeah, for yeah, you. We would be around each other all the time. Growing up in Brazil is very different than growing up here in the States. And now that we moved here, I'm starting to see for myself a lot. And I believe our families, we had a very similar childhood with loving families and we had a great relationship. Uh, we still have a great relationship with our families and uh, I'm very thankful for that. Although I can see a lot of our school experience was different here in the U.S. You have a huge culture with the sports and school is a huge deal. College is a huge deal. In Brazil, you just go just to the school like half day and you don't even worry about college that much because you go to the near college close to your house and in, in a private college and you don't worry about that but so, like there's not like the sports with like there's no pride in your school because of sports oh no it's just like you go to your school and then you go to your club team or something like that. yeah if you want to play any sports or do something different you go after school um so i really admire that about the u.s i love that and we often talk how we're gonna raise our kids or how we're gonna challenge them in the school environment because I wasn't very challenged to have great um, grades, but you were. So I really like that. I think becoming a couple later on, I brought a lot of, oh, but my parents did this mm -hmm. when I was a child. And he was like, no, but my, well, my parents did something yeah. else. So what's the right one? Yeah. How financially mm -hmm. I learned um, how we would like spend on vacation, how his family did vacation different so a lot we we brought with us to mm -hmm. our marriage yeah yeah i we, think we, you know we i think we, we share that same experience and i think a lot of marriages are, are probably in the same boat regardless of cultural backgrounds you're saying finances vacations you know all that i, I think that's a commonality in all of our marriages even the emphasis on education in our families is, was very different from my mm -hmm. family to your family yeah yeah you are making changes and sacrifices and doing things that you didn't think you would do before you got married, but just to make it work. And that's really what marriage is. Yeah. It's not easy. It's hard. I mean, I think it's, it's something that, I mean, you want to have a good marriage and in order to have a good marriage, you have to kind of stretch yourself um, and get uncomfortable sometimes. And that's, you know, people don't like being uncomfortable. I know I don't like being uncomfortable, so it's hard, but um, we always come out the other side stronger and better. So we've, we are still learning that that is important. Uh, of course, I mean, we're, we're under two years of being married, married. So we're, you know, of course not um, experts in this field like you guys are, um, but we're, we're trying to make it work. But those first two years are the hardest because you, you think, you know, someone, but you're really getting to know the other person. So mm -hmm. don't, don't discount those two years by any means. We both got COVID. So we were very, very sick having to take care of each other and not having any extra help. So, wow. so, so was, you had it at the same time? You got it a week before I did, right? Uh, three, four days before. Two days, yeah. yeah. So yeah, four months after we got married, we were in a lockdown in Belgium and it was very strict. And we were living in a tiny one bedroom apartment mm -hmm. for a year. Yeah. A lockdown. We were working from home and it was another world there with the restrictions they had, especially at the time. Um, yeah. And like w we were married and then within four months we were, 
like quarantined together for a year. So we survived that. So that's a good thing, I guess, that we're still together um, through all that. But uh, that was a good test for us, I guess, being locked down all the time. It's a good preparation for life. Yeah. Very true. When we, we did the one bedroom apartment after we got married as well, I couldn't imagine being in lockdown and not being able yeah. to leave at any point. Mm. It's like, I, I, on one hand, I think that'd be perfect for a newlywed. <laughs> and on the other hand, I'm thinking, <laughs> on the other hand, I'd lose like, my mind. <laughs> yeah. I think so we you guys were the first quick. people I knew that got COVID. We were the first people that we had come across mm-hmm. that, I mean, that we knew of. Yes. Um, so yeah. When, yes. when did so? When did you have COVID? Do you remember that month? That yeah, time frame? Yeah. So March 2020. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to go. And you think you got it from public transportation, right? Yeah, I think so. For sure, for sure. We were taking public transportation, metro and train every mm-hmm. morning. So I believe that was the yeah, case. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, and I've kept up with that story a little bit from your website, and it's just been an incredible story. And be able to go through that early in your marriage, take care of each other, have that experience as bad as it was, but to come out on the other side, having the story to tell, but also having the experience of of seeing each other go through something difficult, um, I think is going to be beneficial in the long run for you guys. I do. Yeah, yeah. I I think we're we're glad we went through it. I mean, it was hard, but. Yeah, I think it was, it brought us closer together and, you know, we're better because of it. You got the in sickness and in health part out of the way. Yeah. Two things that were game changers for us when we were, I guess, dating, but then getting engaged and all that was um, the five love languages Mm -hmm. and the Enneagram, which I know is kind of all the rage right now, but that was kind of just, kind of coming up when we started dating and learning more about those two things and how we're different in those ways was huge for us. All right. So you guys are big on the love language. So what is your love language, Spencer? So mine is quality time um, and also words of affirmation. All right. Natalia, what's your love language? It's act of service and quality of time. Mm -hmm. Do you have certain ways that you show each other those languages? Yeah, well, this was a struggle for us in the beginning. Um, so, for example, I remember when we were dating uh, before we were engaged and because she's more acts of service oriented in the way that she shows that she loves me and I'm more words of affirmation, um, I wanted her to tell me that like she loved me, she cared about me, she's so proud of me, but she would show love to me by doing the dishes, cooking me food, stuff like that. And I didn't really like see that as her loving me. And I was like, you don't ever tell me that you love me. Like, do you really love me? And she's like, don't you see all the stuff I've done for you? So I think that was something that, and we still are learning more more and more about this every day. Um, When you can learn to love someone the way that they want to be loved and not just the way that you instinctively love someone by default or the way that you want to be loved. um, That's been huge for us. What do you say? Yes. I think it's a, a cycle for us because if he doesn't do any acts of service, I don't want to give any affirmation, words of affirmation. So we get continuously. Yeah. We're always reminding each other about that. Season yes. one, episode two was entitled Marriage is Simply Knowing Your Spouse's Love Language. So our listeners can go back and listen to episode two 
and find out what your love language could be. And you can also find resources on our website, marriagesimply.com, under the resource tab, and you can find where you can take the test for love languages. So what advice would you give other married couples? I would say communication is everything. Um, honest communication. I was Yeah, honesty. I tell all my friends, you, you need to be honest. You need to tell your partner what you're feeling, your fears. You need to. You yeah, need the to. good things, the bad things. Just be open about what's going on. Uh, and I joke with people, too, because... It, it, the more you get to know Natalia, you'll understand this better. But I, I've learned not to lie to Natalia because she's going to find out anyway. So you better just tell her the truth up front. Um, so I think honest communication is really important. I think that would be important for for any any couple who's thinking about getting married or who's recently married um, or is pondering marriage. Uh, communication is is definitely a key. I think that's so good. Honest communication, and I think. I think the way you phrased it to those thinking about getting married is is key because if someone is thinking about getting married, they're not married yet, they're dating, they're have a courtship, whatever that culture looks like for that that coming together before the marriage. If they have trouble being honest at that point and thinking, I don't know if I can tell them about something or I can't tell them about me in certain ways, they need to probably think hard about whether they should get married to this person at that time, because going into a marriage with secrets, going into a marriage, not trusting that you can be honest with each other, that's just setting up for a, a horrible, horrible relationship that you can't really trust each other. So the fact that you said the key for you guys is honest communication is huge. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're afraid to say how you feel, or you don't feel comfortable saying exactly how you feel about things, then that's a problem. Yeah, it is. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And you did a wonderful job of answering the questions and sharing some great wisdom with our listeners. And we appreciate you coming on and sharing about your marriage and how you've adapted in your marriage with each other. So thank you guys for having us. We appreciate it. Thank you. We are so excited that we got to talk to the Ferrari Woods and we're excited about their marriage. These guys have a lot of things ahead of them. What a great conversation. We would love for you to go to the website, SpencerFerrari-Wood.com, SpencerFerrari-Wood.com, where you can get leadership tips. You can hear some wonderful stories about them, uh, and including that COVID experience that they had. Wow, that was wild, wasn't it? That was crazy. Such a great couple. Hey, and if you liked our podcast today, send us an email with whatever connected with you to Lee at MarriageIsSimply.com or Emily at MarriageIsSimply.com, or you can reach us on one of our social media pages. We want to know. And since you said we want to know, that means it's time for us to go. And we'll be back next time with a new podcast titled Closing the Gap. Falling into the gap. Closing the gap. So we're going to talk about what to do when you feel distant. So until next time, remember, marriage is simply something new every day. Now give me a kiss and let's put this podcast to bed. Mm -hmm.